Welcome to War Dove Podcast. Warring Dove International is a kingdom organization focused on building local and global partnerships, equipping ministry leaders, and raising up a company of warriors who, like a dove, have eyes to pursue one thing, the king. Thank you for tuning in today as our founder, Lisa McFarland, shares her message. When David gets to the place and he's hiding with Samuel, you know what happens? Saul sends an army after him. When the army gets there, the anointing that's on David and Samuel gets on the people that come to kill them. And they fall on the floor and start prophesying. They can't even attack. So they go home and say, we can't do anything. So they send a second army. And the anointing comes on them and they fall on the floor and start prophesying, giving glory to God. And so Saul says, well, I'm not going to send you or you anymore. I will go myself and I will kill him. And when he gets there and gets in the presence and the anointing of God, he falls down and starts prophesying. And says, David, I'm a sinner. I'm wrong. I for, uh, forgive me. And he goes, I come. Because the anointing will protect you. It doesn't mean people won't pursue you. It doesn't mean bad things won't happen around you. Because you know what? In David's life, if you watch his life, he has miscarriage. His child dies. His uh, son rapes his uh, daughter. And his other son kills that son. Right? And another son betrays him and runs a civil war. And 20,000 people die because of it. Right? His own cousin betrays him. His own son betrays him. His wives betray him. But the anointing is not going to stop because you got offended or because something bad happened or God allowed some suffering to come. Because the anointing is going to work through all of that. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly according to his, that are being called according to his purposes. Right? All things work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. Even what's bad that happens to me is the anointing operating to bless me. What? Say it again. Even what is bad that happens to me is because the anointing, the anointing is going to use that to bless me. You're kidding me, Lisa. No. That's the anointing. That's the anointing. You know, remember Jesus, the anointed one? They crucified him. But he was crucified so that you would live, to break the curse, to bring healing, to bind up your broken heart. Right? He was rejected, despised. They didn't want him. So you would not be rejected by the Father. He died so that you could live again. And he raised from the dead so you could walk in power. Right? Even all the suffering, that anointing that was on him, allowed him to go through that suffering, was to bring about the kingdom. You cannot believe the lies of the enemy that God doesn't love me because you have to suffer a little bit. That's right. I thought you said you loved him. So you go on, you see all these things, all these things, all these things. But in the midst of all this suffering, he gets a blueprint. He's writing songs that he hears angels sing. He, he builds new instruments. He, he, he brings about a new government. He brings about a new priesthood. You know, he brings about offering and economics and, and, and gardens and planting and, and warfare and brings peace. You know, he, he forms alliances. He, so I want you to think about this. The anointing came on this little country boy who was rejected, probably a bastard, out in the back 40. I said it. Out there, nobody even cared about him, not even his own family. And the anointing comes on him, and it says, from that day forward, the Spirit of the Lord was on him. 
Till you see him being a shepherd, a psalmist, a general, a writer, a king, a musician, an ambassador, a bodyguard, a worshiper, an armor bearer, a servant, a singer, a builder, a designer, an artist, a weapons specialist, a naturalist, a friend, a husband, a dad, a grandfather. But he was also rejected, hated, hunted, adultery, betrayal, sorrow, death, civil war, fighting with the Nephilim, right? I mean, you think, you think your neighbor and your family's bad. What about Nephilim? Have you ever had to fight a Nephilim? Children dying, miscarriages, war, all of that. The anointing did all of it at the same time. You say, well, I don't know if I want to be anointed. <laughs> it's a good thing you don't get to choose. Acts 13, 36, come Angelica, says this. Paul's preaching about the anointing and about Holy Spirit, what God's doing. And he says this, for David, after he had served the purpose of God. David, after he has served the purpose of God in his own generation, fell asleep. David, after he served the purpose of God. It's never been about me. It's never been about you. It doesn't matter what the enemy says about you. It doesn't matter what people say about you, good or bad. It doesn't matter what you think about yourself that you are or you're not. We have to come out of that spirit of poverty and religion and fear. We have to stop erecting walls between me and the anointing. If someone is anointed, I need to let that anointing in and let it do its work in my life. I need to come into truth. You know, God, when he set you free, it was for freedom that Christ set you free. He didn't set you free to anoint you so you could be all mad and bitter and resentful because you had to suffer or you were tested or went through some persecution because the anointing was doing its work. It's because God loves you that he's put his hand on you that he might plant the heavens into the earth. It's because there's a divine purpose. We are at a strategic time gate and a season of increase. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? To enter in? To cross into this gate as the lion of the tribe of Judah is increased and 12 stars are marking that his government is coming into a fullness and the apostolic anointing and the lion that is going to roar and there's going to be a prophetic voice that's going to come forth we've never heard before and that it's resting and empowering or crowning the church and Israel and the church is going to step into an anointing of power we have never seen before. Don't get looking at last year because last year was like hell. Is it not always the darkest before the dawn? Weeping might endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. The anointing comes to break every yoke and give you power to do what you could not do without it. Remember, Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. You know, that's one man who is anointed. But we're still talking about it. You want to be significant? You want to be successful? You want to be recognized? How about letting the anointing do its work? How about stop accusing God and being critical of God because you didn't understand what was happening? You didn't understand it was the anointing doing all that work. And just cross on over and say, may it be unto me as you've said. 
You've anointed my head with fresh oil. David said, you've anointed my head, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. You know, when he said that, he was running for his life. He didn't write that when he was tiptoeing through the tulips. He wrote that when he was running for his life. Even if I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not be afraid because you are with me. You have anointed my head with oil and my cup is overflowing. Surely. Your goodness and your mercy, it's going to follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So if I get killed, then I'm going to live forever. What does it matter? What does it matter if I'm in the valley of shadow death? You're with me. What does it matter what they say about me? What they're betraying me or what's happening to me? My head's anointed with oil and this oil is working in my life. It may not look like it right now. I may not see it right now. But this anointing is working down in me. Like icy hot. You put it on, it feels cool and fresh like when you receive the baptism. But it's going to soak down and get hotter and hotter and hotter until it causes me to walk into a place of healing. So the fire shapes me and conforms me into the image of the sun. The anointing. You need more anointing. You don't need more money. You need anointing. You don't need a doctor. You need more anointing. You don't need more friends. You need more anointing. You don't have to tell your story and justify yourself and explain everything. You just need more anointing. Because the anointing will come and make your enemies to be at peace with you. The anointing will vindicate you. It will protect you. It will shape you. It will give you the power where before the anointing came, you couldn't do it. The anointing comes and now you can. The anointing might take you through a process. But there's a plan and a purpose and a power. As the anointing takes you through that process, you will do what God said. Trust me. He has ways. It may not be easy, but I promise you, I've been serving God over 40 years, and you know what? It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. I've suffered a lot where it wasn't worth it, and it wasn't God. I suffered a lot for myself, believing the lies of the enemy over here in a place of poverty and religion and fear. Might as well come over here and suffer for something good. <laughs> well, I have a reward where God says, good, well done, good and faithful servant. You multiplied. You increased. You allowed my kingdom to spread and increase through you. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Amen. Father, I pray today that there will be an increase of anointing on people today. It will be like oil that runs down on the head and the beard and the garments, like Psalms 133 says, that the place of unity with you will be the place where you command us to be blessed. I pray, God, that the anointing, like David said, it came on him and it gave him, it gave him a fresh spirit. It created in him a clean heart and renewed a right spirit in him. God, many of us have been believing lies. Come on, I want you just to close your eyes. I want you to listen to God right now. Father, is there any lies or things that I've been believing that are not true about you, about myself, or about others? Because these lies are causing me to be separated from the anointing. 
is there any place where somebody is in my life and you've placed them strategically there? You've set me up to be blessed and to tap into the anointing of their life, but I've erected a wall between me and them. Can you show me, God? Because I don't want anything to stop the anointing from flowing in my life. Even if the anointing is from another person, regardless of their color or their bad breath or their craziness or that they say hard things that I don't like. Father, I pray that just like David, when the enemy, even if they're in my own household or on my staff or my best friend, where David said, you know, it wouldn't have hurt so bad if it wasn't my best friend that I worshiped with in the sanctuary that betrayed me. I can't let anything block the anointing from flowing in my life. Even if they make me question, where did you come from? Why aren't you doing those little things? Why didn't you get back to being nobody? Why don't you get back to no place? We liked you better when you were nobody. Or when they tried to offend me, be rude, and question my heart and my motive, and offend me. God, I'm not going to let offense cut me off from anointing. I'm not going to shut down every time somebody offends me. Because really, bitterness, unforgiveness, and offense is rooted in idolatry. I don't have any other gods but you, God. Not even myself. I'm not going to let myself get in the way of your anointing moving in my life. Not anymore. Not after today. Because I've heard the truth and it's set me free. I'm not going to let offense cut me off from your anointing, God. When the enemy accuses me, I'm going to agree with them and I'm going to repent and I'm going to beat them with it. Let Holy Spirit talk to you today. Because what we believe and think affects how I act. If I'm believing lies about God or myself or what's going on in my life, it, it's, it's, it's affecting how I act and what I do. God, you've never meant to hurt me. Any suffering you've allowed, there was a divine purpose. I may not see it till I get to heaven. But you have a purpose. I come out of agreement with lies right now. Come on, tell them. I come out of agreement with lies. I, I come out of agreement with believing anything that's not true about you or my family, myself, anything, God. I don't want to believe lies. I want the truth. I reject lies. I reject, even if it's something nobody even said, I just believed it because that's what it looked like. It appeared that way. It, and, or the truth got twisted or corrupted. Or because I gave up because it took too long and it was so hard. And, and, and instead of crying out for more of your spirit and more anointing to help me, I just gave up, God. I'm sorry. I want your anointing to come and give me power. I want your anointing to do its work in my life because you have a plan and a purpose and you do give me power, power to overcome. A servant's not greater than his master. You suffered, 
must suffer. You had to overcome. I must overcome. You endured the cross for the joy set before you, and I must take up my cross and endure because of the joy of hearing your voice saying, well done. Father, we love you today. We're asking you for more of your Holy Spirit, more anointing. God, I'm praying for an anointing to increase upon each person's life in this ministry, here and globally. Here or wherever they are listening, God, that the anointing would increase upon them now. That the government of God would increase in their mind, and their heart, in their spirit, in their life, in their family, in their ministry, in their business, and in this nation. That you are King of kings and Lord of lords. Every knee must bow. Every tongue must confess the truth. The truth. The truth. I want to symbolically anoint you with oil today. Remember, I'm not the anointed one. It's Jesus. But God told Samuel to fill his horn with oil and to anoint for him someone he had selected. You know what? You're not here today by accident. You're not. So people, people are here from Kansas City, Topeka, the Tohono Odom Reservation, Arizona, Colorado, Sierra Leone. I just came back from Africa. You're not here by accident. God strategically is positioning you to promote you to bring an increase in your life. I don't know if David felt anything that day when the oil came on his head, but everything changed for him. You know? Jesus was anointed and then he spent 40 days in the wilderness talking to his father. And when he came back across the river, he was anointed with the spirit and with power. And he began to have the power to do something he could not before. We're in this 40 days of increase, of anointing. You need to ask God, give me an anointing for my business. To be a better father. To be a better mother. To be a better grandmother. To be a better worker. To be a better worshiper. To be better in my finances. Anoint me in my finances, God. Anoint me to forgive people. Anoint me to have a deeper relationship with you. Increase the anointing on my ministry and my gifts. Take me to another level, God. Let your government increase in me. Isn't that our prayer today? Thank you so much for listening to Warring Dove International's podcast. To find out more about our ministry and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at wardoves.com. And if you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to leave a review, subscribe, and share with a friend. We'll see you next time on our next episode.